it's Leslie and Rena, and, and this, this is Soul Sisters Podcast. Good morning. Thank you guys for joining us again. Another week of our shenanigans. Shenanigans. So excited. You guys are tuning in each week. We love, love, love all of our listeners. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, our little podcast is, uh, is growing and we're super excited about it. For sure. We just want to say thanks for listening because otherwise it would literally just be us talking to each other about <laughs> things that we would normally be talking to each other about and putting it out for nobody to listen to. <laughs> and that's just awkward. Right? <laughs> All right. So diving in, this is our first episode of the new year. Welcome to 2020. And the new decade. Decade. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> uh, the other day I was in the car and I was going I think it was yesterday actually when we were going to take my car to the shop um when I pulled out the radio was on and the radio host said that a lot of people are conflicted about if this is in fact a new decade or if the new decade doesn't start until 2021 and so mathematicians have decided that when you start to count you never start with zero you always start with one so they're saying that the new decade doesn't actually start until 2021 but i refuse to believe that millennials why are you gonna go and change it now the decade has always started on zero yeah right i thought i mean that's what i thought I thought it's my it was, whole life a lie. I thought it was zero to nine because zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine is ten years. Yeah. So I thought the decade started at twenty twenty. So because, heck you guys. Uh, because otherwise it would be like twenty twenty one to twenty thirty is a decade. And like that no. No, I agree. So heck you mash pe- ma- mash, mash petition. Mash petitions. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this first day. This is day five of keto. And our brains aren't working. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I still got a headache and I feel like you were about to say mashed potatoes. I was gonna say mashed potatoes. <laughs> I really miss <laughs> I really miss the carbs. <laughs> But we're, we're holding out strong. We've been out to eat like a couple times now or mm-hmm. just once. Uh, just once, I think. Oh, my gosh. It's been five days. We've we only had, gone out once. We had dinner and then we had second dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We did have two dinners. Because I've been super hungry. <laughs> In case you didn't know that keto diet will make you, I'm not going to say it starves you, but you're like, you're, you're pretty hungry like most of the time. You got to eat more often. Yeah which is fine it is it's an adjustment though for Um, sure (laughs) yeah so anyways we're gonna move on from that i suppose as i was saying new decade heck you guys um and this is our first episode and so we have decided to try and get it together (laughs) yeah (laughs) try to um be more organized get it together and we want to start a series so we have decided um, for our first series of the decade, drum roll. <laughs> no one told me life was going to be this way. Boom. This is our series because we started our podcast wanting to be helpful and, um, all these things. And so, you know, these are things that we've gone through and that we've learned either on our own or some, I mean, for me, help with my counselor. But I mean, mostly 
like growing up, these are things no one ever told us. And so we want to share what we've learned through our experiences with you in hopes that you won't have to struggle in the same way. Or if you do, at least you'll know, kind of. You'll know a little better than us. Exactly. And realize that there are other people out there, at least two of us, (laughs) that struggle when it comes to these different areas of life. And so our first um, in the series is going to be, no one told me life was going to be this way when it comes to healing. So healing is just part of life. Everyone has hurts. And so we have four takeaways for you guys. Number one is you have to realize that there are hurts inside of you that need healing before you're going to get anywhere. Absolutely. I am super guilty of this. Um, There have been things that I needed to heal from in the past that I wasn't ready to accept and face and deal with. So I just buried it. And I'm in the end, obviously, that was not a healthy way of doing it. Um, and so we want you guys to realize that you have things to heal from. And <clears throat> don't be in denial. Right. Be aware of your feelings and your emotions and just be honest with yourself. When you're triggered, hurt people hurt people. And when you're hurting it's so easy to hurt other people in the same way so if just don't get so defensive about things if you if someone tells you you know that you've hurt them or something's going on and you're you're responsible for it take responsibility for your actions and your choices and really do some self-reflection and think you know is there something deep inside of me that i haven't dealt with that does need to be healed maybe something from even as far back as childhood I mean it doesn't have to be recent right um which is also going to lead us into our number two is that healing comes in waves so you can't expect to be healed overnight and most hurts come from a series of events that have happened over time that have gotten built up and that you have you have to dissect and work through each trigger layer by layer like for me Rena, I've been telling her every time I mention something about layers, she's like, oh, like an onion. So <laughs> I'm an onion, much like an ogre. <laughs> Lots of layers. Here. I have layers. <laughs> uh, we could have compared it to a cake, but let's be real. <laughs> Everyone loves like a good Shrek reference. Right. And, and if, if you, you don't, don't heck, heck you. <laughs> I like where we were going with that. I know. Um, but in all seriousness, I know for me that I've had numerous triggers that I thought I dealt with and handled and moved on past but every now and then something will happen that triggers me and sends me into a spiral where I just don't understand why I have the feelings that I do Uh, most of mine most of my triggers are about insecurity or something to do with um, just past relationships and things with from my childhood regarding my dad and his mom and the way I was treated um but every time I'm triggered I have to do the self-reflection think about what the emotion is I'm feeling call it what it is and then try and for me I journal things out so that's how I kind of heal from things is I I blog 
I journal, I pray, and I call my counselor or I email her, bless her heart. She's gotten many uh, 3 a.m. emails that are pages long. Um, so shout out to her for always being available for me and willing to work through things with me. Um, and I just think it's really important to have a person that you can go to or people that love you and care for you in community because mm -hmm. those layers are hard to work through on your own. Absolutely. Um, a professional is always best, but <laughs> we are not licensed professionals. We are not by any disclosure. Means. <laughs> um, don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we think we know some things, but if you take our advice and it doesn't go so smooth, uh, we're sorry. <laughs> this if, is what works for us <laughs> right we're not professionals that, that's all we're saying and so um for me I'm gonna add on to that uh the whole healing comes in waves I had something happen to me years ago we're talking like nearly six years ago and I thought that I was healed from it um I hadn't mm, thought about it much um in a while and it did it. It wasn't something that like gave me anxiety and those kind of things. So I thought that I was healed. And then um, one day I was put in a position where I kind of witnessed the similar thing happening. Um, but it wasn't to me. I was just a bystander, and it completely triggered me um, in the worst ways. I was not okay, and I realized I was not healed. Um, just because something happened to you a long time ago and it doesn't affect you in the same ways doesn't necessarily mean that you're healed. Um, I think it's important to know that, that you have to really deal with something and not just wait for time to pass. Right, because the saying is time heals all things. You have to put work into it during that time. Right, you can't just say, okay, it'll be fine. And <laughs> I'm going to wait it out. <laughs> I'm going to wait it out. It's going to be totally fine because the thing is, that thing will creep up on you and come out mm -hmm. in the most unexpected ways. Yes. So don't be like us. Don't be like me. Don't get triggered. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Deal with it. Be aware of the trauma that you've been through. And it, I mean, the thing is like you have to know that most of the things happen to us and yes, some things that happen to us are caused from our own choices and our own actions. But at the end of the day, you have to know, you have to be aware of the trauma and just be prepared that if you are triggered, know that one, it's not your fault. Two, it's totally normal to be triggered. Like that's mm -hmm. not an abnormal thing. No. And three, that you are definitely not alone in what you're going through because out of all the people in the world I can promise you that even though our situations can be different as far as like exact events I mean someone is going through the the same thing in the similar situation and can relate to you on some sort of level for sure feeling very similar emotions about it right um there can be a multitude of events that happen to us um but the emotions there are going to be pretty similar. Right. Our third takeaway for you guys is recognizing the difference between healing versus burying. Um, and this one, again, is super important. I mean, I feel like these are all important. Um, so it can be really simple to have the it is what it is, you know, takeaway attitude 
and just stuff your emotions into a box um, and call it a day and say that you're healed because it doesn't hurt anymore or it doesn't hurt at that moment. Um, but you'll quickly discover that once you're triggered, that along with other pains that you never dealt with come rushing back. So <clears throat> it's kind of like a Pandora's box effect. If you just exactly. bury these things down, um, if one thing triggers you, it's likely that a whole other mess of things are going to come up. So not necessarily a Pandora's box, but like a rushing, like a rushing, <laughs> a rushing doll. doll. <laughs> so like just Absolutely. one thing after another. I hope you guys really like our imagery. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that goes back to kind of what you were saying with the thing that happened to you six years ago and you thought that you had dealt with it and healed from it, but then you were triggered when you witnessed it happen to somebody else or just, you know, when you said you were a bystander of the fact. Yes. And I think for me, that is my biggest problem because I don't, I, I mean, I've said before on the podcast, if you've heard, I've, I'm compared, like my counselor compares me to joy a lot of the time because <laughs> I don't like negative emotions. I don't like to, I don't like to feel sadness. I don't like to be angry. I just, I want to be happy all the time and I want everyone around me to be happy. And I have a very unrealistic view <laughs> of the way emotions should work. <laughs> And, <laughs> and you know, it's okay to want to be happy, but you do have to feel negative emotions sometimes. It's just not, part of life. Yeah. <laughs> not saying <clears throat> that you have to um, stay in those emotions by any means. Like, please don't. But you for sure need to feel them and deal with it and move on. Right. Because that's just how healthy. Um, that's just how you heal. Yeah. That's. That's just how, how it be. And another thing about that is you're right about the pains coming back. So when you when you push things down and you don't deal with them and face them head on and you just let, quote unquote, time heal or it is what it is, you know, when you're triggered, not only does that painful, painful thing come back, that along with so many other things all rise to the surface so it's like a mm -hmm. boiling point where you just explode and so you know those other things they might be small right but when they all come up at once the little things feel huge exactly. and heavy so just <clears throat> take it's, those layers one at a time exactly. <laughs> and deal with them right because it's honestly that's that's something that i'm working through now in my life and i mean that's because i have I mean, I'm 27 years old and there's just so much that I refused to heal from. And um, over the last five years, five or six years, I've been working through dealing with all of those things in therapy and through, you know, my small groups at church and through my friends and, you know, relationships that I've had. And so just make sure you have community. That's a really important thing and the right kind of community not just yeah. not just people who are, say they're going to be there for you but aren't I mean I have people that I can honest to God call any time of day any time of night and I have multiple people so that you know it's not one person's responsibility to be there for me I mean that's why God blessed us with community so that you have a multitude of people that can be there for you because honestly everybody's going through something and it's hard to carry other pe it's hard to help carry burdens when you're burdened with your own crap 
Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Sorry I was, like, staring at you for so long, but I was just getting real into what you were saying. <laughs> I'm preaching. I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> she is, guys, and I hope you feel it. Moving on from your soapbox, we're going to give you guys takeaway number four. Um, when you haven't healed, you can quickly jump to the defense or lash out. But once you've healed, even when you're triggered, you're able to call it what it is and dive in and find exactly where that hurt is coming from. Yeah, so kind of what's being said there is when you're triggered, you know what exactly has triggered you. So when something happens to you, say for me, um, I'm triggered by disrespectful comments because I was heavily disrespected in a relationship that I should not have been disrespected in. And so whenever a disrespectful comment is made to me or I feel that somebody is disrespecting me in some type of way, I know that that's probably not where the person is coming from, but that's my own insecurities and my own crap that I have to deal with and work through. And so it's much easier for me to not get on the defense and just to take a step back and use my 24-hour rule, which is I don't respond until like I'm no longer heated. So I take a I take a break, I take a beat, you know, mm -hmm. make sure that is this really what that person is trying to say? Is this really what they were intention and what their intention behind it was? Right. Or is this just a trauma trigger and I'm just all up in my feels and that there's some part of me that I need to dig deeper into and deal with? Especially in a world of technology, um when most of our communication comes through text and not it's not vocalized, you can certainly um, take things the wrong way. Yeah, because you read it the way you would interpret it. Exactly. Uh, you sometimes we read into things in the complete, um, like completely wrong way, and the person saying it didn't have those intentions at all. Right. So I mean, you just have to be very careful, and that's why. I mean, I love texting, but I hate texting. And I love blogging, but I hate blogging because <laughs> your voice is going to be perceived and read and understood through the lens of somebody else. So you just have to be cautious and careful and not be so defensive when somebody takes what you text, what you write, and even what you say sometimes the wrong way. Because we all interpret things the way that we are, mm -hmm. not the way that the speaker is. Right. And... That's just another reason why you have to be aware of your triggers and your traumas. And so those are our four takeaways for you guys. Things that, you know, no one told us about healing. And so now I just want to tell you guys how we kind of heal and the th like our process of how we heal, because it's easy to say, okay, well, now I'm aware of like how I need to be healed, but how do I go about that process? Like, how do I do that? So I wish I could give you a formula, but it's not that simple. It really is just, I mean, it's just as unique as you are, you know, just whatever works best for you won't always work for somebody else. And so for me, like I said, my, my need for healing is writing it out, um, praying about it, or I talk to my counselor or, you know, Rena or someone I'm very close with, my husband, things like that. Uh, what about you? How do you, how do you deal with your triggers or how do you heal? Uh, typically, 
I'll either call or text you mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it. And that usually that alone helps me a ton because you've already been through a lot of these things that I'm currently Don't. going through. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm sorry that your your traumas um, <laughs> have <laughs> helped first. <laughs> but yeah, they've totally totally helped me. And so we'll talk it out. And then, you know, sometimes I will color. Like, coloring for me is right, like writing for you. Right. And um, I have a journaling Bible now. So I really, really love to, like, color in that. And I'll open it up. Like, I'll, I'll usually get online and find... Um, verses that relate to what I need to hear and then I'll just go to that part of the Bible and you know read until my heart's content and that helps a lot for me personally right I think talking about things is the best way to deal in all honesty because for so long I never talked about anything because growing up if if my parents got into a fight my mom would just shut down and she would like go take a nap and she'd wake up and everything would be fine (laughs) and so that's how I wanted to deal with things too because I thought that's how you coped and I mean if that works for my mom that's great that does not work for me um so I would have to I had to change the whole way I deal with things because not talking about things for me does not do any justice for me because I end up blowing up (laughs) over the smallest things so A lot of us can probably relate to that, honestly. (laughs) So I have to, you know, the best thing is to have people in your life that you can be honest with and that you trust because the thing is people are going to hurt you and let you down because we're all human and we all fail and you have to be comfortable with your village and the people who surround you and be able to be like, hey, you know, this really bothered me. This really hurt my feelings when it hurts your feelings and when it happens so that y'all can work through it and deal with it. And I mean, if someone calls you a name or, you know, says something mean to you and then that's the end of your friendship, obviously that was not a healthy person that you needed to have in your life. Right. Um, But I think that overall for me, just talking about it, praying about it, writing about it is how I cope and how I heal from past traumas and triggers. Um, And just, Going off of that a little bit, having a village is really important for so many reasons, but I know um, for us, a lot of times if something happens and we're triggered or just upset, whatever, we'll talk it out and then whichever one of us is hurt, we'll ask the other, like, am I being dramatic? Is this valid? Or am I just... Overreacting. Yeah. And it's important to have someone that is going to be honest with you yeah because i mean there have been times (laughs) when i've been like rena am i being dramatic or is this a thing and she's like no you're being a bit (laughs) dramatic but then there are other times where she's like no 100 percent like she validates my feelings and another thing is that you can't dismiss feelings so even if it is a bit dramatic you you still need to know that even if you feel like the situation is dramatic for the person who's telling you what's going on for them, it is a big deal and that you don't need to dismiss or discount their feelings because they're hurting in some type of way. And on the surface, it looks dramatic, but deep underneath, there's probably something that they haven't dealt with. And so 
it's good to be there for them and help them work through that or, you know, offer them to go get counseling or even, you know, go with them. Because sometimes some people need you to go with them at least the first couple of times. Because I know for me, I was really nervous about going to counseling and I felt like something was wrong with me because I needed to go to counseling. But in the end, it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And so another thing, I mean, for the two of us, we know almost everything about each other. Right. But maybe there are people in your village that don't know all the things that have happened to you, um, things you're still dealing with, you know, what have you. And so, you know, if we weren't as close as we are and you came to me with something that seemed dramatic, you know, maybe there's like valid reasons in your past that like are causing you to feel that way and I just don't know about it right so you never know what someone else is going through so make sure that you're not like invalidating how someone feels just because you don't understand it but at the same time like it's okay to be authentic and tell someone you know I don't really think that it's as deep as you're making it out to be (laughs) but let's work through it together yeah (laughs) And another thing is not everyone deserves to know your story. And so, you know, there are things in people's past that are extremely traumatic and can be very personal. And there are things that not everyone deserves to know. So, I mean, you can definitely be cautious about the story that you have and you don't have to let everyone know every single detail of that story. Um, But just just know that your feelings matter what you're going through matters and that healing is possible even if you feel like you're hopeless yes um and if you need someone to talk to you can always email us at soul.sistaspc at gmail.com you can dm us on our instagram at hey.soulsistas you can tweet us at hey underscore soulsistas um you know even on our personal instagrams and I know I would, and so would Rena. We would be happy to talk to you and be there for you and kind of walk through whatever you're going through and um, provide you with our best wisdom that we have. But also I have counselors and people that I can refer you to Yeah, to and get professional help if that's what you need. You can find us on Facebook as well. Oh, yeah, Facebook. <laughs> Duh. Facebook's for old people. Boomers. People boomers okay boomer find us on facebook (laughs) um but anyways we hope you guys have um at least benefited in some sort of way from this podcast and this is going to be um our little mini series and you know if there's anything else you want us to weigh in on definitely hit us up let us know Uh, otherwise you know we'll come up with the next thing we're going to talk about next week and we hope that you guys Have a great rest of your week and enjoy this decade. (laughs) Heck you, mathematicians. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.